Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The U.S. Coast Guard members seek class relief from the Department of Defense shot mandate. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom to talk about this case is Holly Mead. Well, this is one of our many military cases, Holly. This is a case on behalf of the United States Coast Guard. They are next in line for class certification and class-wide relief. There are four of the six branches of the military already under a class-wide injunction regarding these COVID shot mandates the Navy, the Air Force, the Space Force, and the United States Marine Corps. Now we're moving forward with U.S. Coast Guard and after that the U.S. Army. But time is of the essence because it's in the month of October and then early November where these Coast Guard members are facing D-Day. Some of them have already been discharged from the United States Coast Guard at a time when we most desperately need them, including one of the individuals that Joe Biden contacted to congratulate him for heroic efforts in saving people down in southwest Florida after Hurricane Ian. Yet at the same time, his mandate is pushing this individual, along with others, out of the Coast Guard. Yeah, in fact, I talked to him. His name is Zach, and he was one of them. His name just got put in the hat because they're all courageous heroes, and they're all down there helping people whose homes had been flooded and after Hurricane Ian. And he said that he get a a call from Biden and saying, well, you're really a hero. We need more people like you. Not realizing that Zach is about to get kicked out because he hasn't gotten the job. Because of Biden's mandate right. that was issued by the DOD on August 24. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And so this young man obviously kicked down walls to save people from the flood and the hurricane damage of mm -hmm. Hurricane Ian. We really need these individuals. Absolutely. It's our military that participated in the Corps of Engineers in building temporary bridges to connect us back with Sanibel Island and other places like Pine Island that were devastated and bridges literally washed out because of the devastation of Hurricane Ian. But it's that really, I think, is emblematic of what we've been trying to say. These people are not easily replaceable. In some cases, they are irreplaceable. The military of the United States government has spent millions of dollars to train each one of these individuals. They're highly qualified. Many of these are. They're just literally irreplaceable. The military across the board has underachieved its recruitment efforts. And this is very concerning because if, you know, you go on for too long underachieving your recruitment records and your recruitment goals, what's going to happen? They're going to institute a mandatory draft. We haven't had a mandatory draft for decades because we didn't need one, because people volunteered to enter the United States service. Right, and their recruiting numbers are down now because you see what's going on. They don't want to go in there and take the shot. They don't want to be forced to do that. You know, they are representing our country. They love God, but they don't want to be forced to do that, and they shouldn't be. It's unlawful. Well, a lot of people who have been career military people, I've spoken to someone who was 25 years, another one who's 39 years, and others who are retired, some of those that are still in, they always recommended to people when asked, yes, this would be a great career for you, it's been a great career for them, 
But what they've seen with critical race theory indoctrination, the LGBTQ indoctrination, the four shot mandates, the decline of morale, some of the military recruiting videos, which are just absolutely absurd, there is a change that's happened in the United States military, and it's one that actually undermines military readiness. This really presents a threat to our national security. We want the best uh, men and women in the United States military. You know, military for so many people is a great career in so many ways. But at the core of our military is a lethal fighting machine. They are trained to be a lethal weapon to be used only when is necessary to defend our freedom. They take an oath to defend the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. They are the individuals that literally put their lives on the line. You talk to people like Lieutenant Colonel retired Pete Chambers, Dr. Pete Chambers, one of six Green Beret individuals in the entire world. Mm -hmm. This was a medical doctor who chose to go into special ops become a member of the Green Beret, was only one of six of all the people in the United States Army to be a medical doctor and a Green Beret. And he's got a Purple he's Heart. He's laid down his life, literally. He has know. literally put his life on the line. He said the other day when he was speaking, you know, he has seen some of his colleagues that was under his command, um, about 18 people put in flag-draped coffins uh, fortunately, 21, actually. 21. He said 21 people put in body bags. Yeah. Put in body bags. I mean, that is the real stark contrast to what they do. They go out there, and many of them don't come back with their friends. Many of them don't come back. And he saw one of those young men actually take his place and was killed, and his life has now really motivated Pete to uh, carry on and doing what he's doing now and speaking out on behalf of these mandates. The mother of that deceased young soldier when he visited her, said to Lieutenant Colonel Chambers, uh, live your life as though his life matters. Right. And that has been a motto of his. Uh, these are incredible individuals, people that you want in the United States military, and they're being forced out. And obviously because of the situation in the military, the recruitment is underperforming. Well, lawmakers in Washington, D.C., a House Oversight Committee of Republicans sent a letter to the Commandant of the Coast Guard, Admiral Linda Fagan, demanding that the U.S. Coast Guard explain the process for denying these religious exemptions. Apparently, there is a computerized process that they found out about, and these members of the Coast Guard were just having their religious accommodation request denied without individualized evaluation, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act says that the government has to have a compelling interest and achieve that compelling interest in the least restrictive means to the person, to right. the person. So they have to individually assess each person's religious uh, belief, and then they have to accommodate that. They have to show that they have a compelling interest for that person, meaning they can't just have a blanket statement that everybody has to be vaxxed. What about the person who is a 25-year-old, very healthy, a pilot, for example, that has to take multiple medical exams, somebody who's, for example, already had COVID, now has natural immunity? They can't just toss them all in a hopper and then say, we're going to deny them all because 
we want to make sure everyone has a 100% vax rate. No, they've got to individualize each assessment, and they're not doing it. They're right. doing it with a computer program. It's a violation of the law. And, you know, it's about time these lawmakers finally spoke up. You know, back in June, the active Department of Defense Inspector General Sean O'Donnell sent a memo to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, and he was highlighting these deliberate violations of federal law within the Department of Defense. So these lawmakers saw that, and they in turn have now sent this letter to the Commandant Admiral saying, you know, the Coast Guard, you're violating the law. You're not looking at individual cases like you're directed to do. It's just like a bulk denial. And we've seen that. I mean, as of February 2022, the Coast Guard received 1,308 requests for religious accommodations, and initially... They denied 578 with no approvals on appeals. They haven't granted any of these uh, religious accommodations. Those are blanket denials. Yeah, they're blanket. It's very evident. And not only does the Federal Law Religious Freedom Restoration Act, but also the Department of Defense military guideline say that these religious practices will receive each request individually and review them individually, considering the full range of facts and circumstances relevant to the specific request. And yet that has been uh, ignored. Um, they are doing it through a randomized computer-generated program that's coming up with denial on every single one. Right. These individuals are members of the United States Coast Guard. They guard our perimeter of the United States. They interdict drug smugglers and other kinds of situations all over our country. They keep our borders on the oceans safe. They do more than that. But this is a very critical time for the U.S. Coast Guard. Pray for our case because we've just gone back down to Tampa, Florida with Judge Stephen Meriday where we already have a class action certification and class-wide injunction on behalf of the United States Marines. We've now asked Judge Meriday to do the same thing for the United States Coast Guard, and right after that will be the United States Army facing very similar situations. Pray for our men and women in the military. They are facing incredible pressure. Their families are under incredible pressure. These are honorable people that love God and love America. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. 